brawl here. We're excited to be here with you. We have a lot of good stuff coming up, Rob. And as you can see, David Feldman joining us as well, BKFC president. Glad to have you on. There you go, guys. What's going on? You guys have been um, doing a phenomenal job on this podcast. It's getting better and better every week. Uh, you, You know, soon you guys might be able to get a contract. (laughs) <laughs> it's like American Idol. That's We're nice. playing for the contract here. We're playing for the contract. So, Dave, we have you in here for a specific reasoning. There's a lot going on today. Rob's excited about it. We were talking about it right before you came in here. Today, we're going to be talking about what happened at Triller last weekend. I mean, Triller was insane. Uh, that's why you're going to be here to talk on that a little bit. A lot of people have their thoughts on that. I'm excited to get your thoughts and Rob's thoughts as well. Also, Lorenzo Hunt is going to be joining, joining us ahead of his big fight against Josh Dyer coming up April 30th, bkfc.com. You want to get in, watch that. The Juggernaut is so much fun to have on. And we have a lot of stuff to talk to him about, like pushing cars and uh just doing juggernaut shit yeah, yeah that's right that's, that's what he does right that's how i get the name and also david you're here to announce three new additions this is huge to the women's division we're excited about that as well but first things first before we get into all that let's get into triller i mean oh, so we were man. talking about triller we have a lot of good stuff i want to remind the audience we have lorenzo hunt the juggernaut coming up later he's going to be funny always that's is awesome. and we have dave david senior here uh the president of bkfc and he's going to be talking about don't say th- senior all right well it makes um, me feel old Oh, you missed the, I think the gray time. hair You're makes okay. him feel. <laughs> You're a brave guy sitting next to a, a pro fighter who's going to punch you in the face for saying stuff like that. Hit me in a suit. <laughs> well, we don't need our contracts. Sue me for what? Sue me for what? Blood from a stone, right? Yeah. So a lot of stuff to talk about today. You're mm-hmm. going to be talking about the three new female signees. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited to hear about that later. But right now we're talking about Triller. Triller, and Triller, Triller. Everyone has their mm-hmm. opinions on Triller. Mm-hmm. We were all watching it. We all saw what happened. Uh, I know you have strong opinions. We were getting into that first. The thing I, I wanted to ask you off the bat, though, I think I read that they projected like 1 million buys. Uh, what do you make of that? I think it's 1.4 is what they, 1. What, 4, yeah, what, what they said. Um, a million and a half, um, what the exact dollar figure for the, the poll. So let's just that. say they didn't say that. Jake Paul said that, and Triller oh, never go. confirmed. Okay. Well, there Jake Paul said, I mean, that so guy I mean, a lot of times. In the, industry experts are saying mm-hmm. that it was less than half of that projected buys. Less than half, huh? Yeah. So that's how they get away with that. They say projected. It sounds bigger than it is. It's kind of a business thing, I would guess. Right. But I mean, it, it, so absolutely it is. I mean, I, I know what you're getting to here with the, um, I'm just going to let you finish. Then I'm going to jump in. <laughs> well, too late. You threw me all off. I was talking to Rob about, about the million point five views or whatever. 1.4, 1.5. Yeah. And I, like from my experience, uh, I don't know how BKFC works. If we can even speak about this live on the air, but when I did my wrestling stuff, I would always find that the pay-per-view buy rates, they would take a while to come in. We wouldn't find out that fast. You'd have projections. They well, weren't we usually true. find out. It, it usually takes us. Actually, it takes us 90 days to find out exactly what we did. So, um, the digital end of it, you can probably find out fairly quickly. So they're probably taking the digital end and then doing estimates on projections. It, which mm-hmm. you know what? I mean, I mean, maybe they did. Maybe these industry experts don't know what they're doing because I mean, I'll tell you, every time that I went on on any type of social media or on YouTube or anything, all I saw was that fight being advertised. So they oh, the, did a, hats off to them that way. They did a tremendous job dude, of getting the hype out on it. Their marketing and their overall, yeah, yeah, we got to hire those before guys. It went off, Rob. It's it, yeah, right. It was a spectacle, mm-hmm. and I think that I think if they promote it more as a spectacle, I know they were kind of doing that, but really hit you over the head with the spectacle because I think a lot of people, from what I could see on socials and from the text that everybody was sending in, in the group text, that people were just tired of seeing Bieber and, and Bieber. You do one number and you're out of the way if you're going to have him on. You don't do yeah. the whole concert. At least that's my thoughts. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Earlier earlier that i i don't know if that's um their audience you know it's it's to be seen meaning a lot of people were tuning in for jake paul jake paul is a youtuber logan paul is a youtuber so they're coming from those platforms they're coming from that background as they had um you know some tiktokers there they had you know obviously justin bieber snoop dogg so they tried to hit a lot of different categories our very own i saw him on screen mystic zach was there mystic zach, was, zach there. was hanging and out there and, and, and so was mr wheelock I, oh mr Sha- yeah, yeah. kudos yeah. to sean wheelock because the little bit i saw uh, again, because I was romancing mm-hmm. my wife and I saw the end of it. Sean was the most professional announcer on there. We should be proud to have him at BKFC because that guy, he would bring the professionalism to the audience. Everyone else is saying, oh, I'm stoned out of my mind. It's really cool to smoke pot. Let's keep talking about that. It's so cool. We're smoking weed. Sean would just come on and do his job. Kudos to you, Wheelock, man. You're the man. No, he, did, he did great. I mean, Miss Exact, you know, he did great. He's good friends with the Paul brothers. He did really good, too. So, I mean, two go, you know, good exposure for those guys. I agree. And, and a great experience, and hopefully they're going to bring some of that back to us. No, I agree. I agree. And when you look at it, though, I mean, you're looking at uh, the, the show as a whole, mm-hmm. and I asked this question last week, is this Triller, the fight series, Fight Club, is this um, 
kind of a, a, a trend for half a year, a year? Or is this where uh, fighting's going, where you're having YouTubers come on because you're drawing a different audience? And so they don't really care about the fight fans. They probably just think that the, they're going to tune in because they want to see Jake Paul get hammered. It's pro wrestling 101. Jake Paul's the bad guy, mm-hmm. and you want to see him get his mouth shut. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, it's correct to that point. I, I think it, I don't know if it has a lasting, you know, a lasting taste in people's mouth. Uh, I think people will tune in to see the fight. To see how you know, see how the spectacle unfolded, and there were a lot of lot of negative, lot of negative reviews. Everything from Frank Mir was upset the way that Oscar De La Hoya was conducting himself wow, yeah. on the commentating. Um, again, you know, it it ver- it seemed very disheveled. What they were talking about, the subject matter. Now that I don't want to take away from some of the bouts were absolutely amazing. Well, you brought Frank Mir. Exactly, man. That that fight I think solidified the card. Uh, Frank looked amazing uh, fighting a world champion uh, in Steve Cunningham. You know, hats off to him going the distance with him. That's that's a win in my mind, and it's in, and I think Frank put that out there, um, as did his team. I thought that bout was awesome. Uh, Jake Paul looked great. Before um, we get to Jake Paul, I'm mm-hmm. sitting here. We have David Feldman in the studio with us, so I'm going to ask you. I, I was under the impression Frank Mir was under contract with BKFC. Was he able to? How was that? How did that work? Did you guys let him go over there? Or what happened? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you know, it was an opportunity for him to get a lot of exposure, talk about BKFC, and you know, for himself to make a lot of money. So. You know, we're in this business, we're all in this business, the fighters especially are in this business to make money, and he had an opportunity to make a lot more money for them than he was going to make for us, although we were paying him more than he's made in a long time, yeah. that, uh, you know, they have money they're throwing around over there, and he had a, you know, he had a chance to make a, a nice chunk of change, so, you know, we thought it was good for him, um, he showed up, he fought good, and, um, you know, I'm kind of proud of uh, proud of what he did. Yeah. I, th- I think he's going to bring a lot to BKFC now. I mean, right after the fight, what they said, what he said in all the interviews was, you know, are you getting back to MMA? And he said, you know, I'm getting prepared for this BKFC fight. So it's going to be interesting to see who we're going to put him in with, which obviously my mind's going, ooh, who are we going to put him in with? <laughs> and um, it's going to be a lot of hype there. But let's talk back about um, the reaction of, of, of Triller. I watched the whole show, and as a – so I'm watching from from two different angles, really. As a fight fan – I didn't like it at all. It was just too much filler. It was too much in between. The fights were good. The fights that, that were on there were good. There were good fights on there. But... Oh, good? <laughs> Here we go. I knew that was going to set off an alarm. <laughs> I knew uh, it. I knew come I knew on, Rob man. Ben Askren that. is the captain of the fucking high dive but, team. But wait dude. a second. It doesn't matter, man. He did look Jake out of shape. Paul. Dude, he came in. Dude, I've been I in have boxing, a better... I've been in boxing all my life, and the yeah. way that Jake Paul flicked that jab out and threw that beautiful straight right hand over top... He deserves kudos. Look, Jake I, think, Paul, yes. I think people are forgetting that Jake Paul only has three fights ever in his life. True. Three. So they're expecting him to look like a world champion. He's not going to look like a world champion. I'm not taking anything away from Jake Paul. Uh, I've seen his training. Ben Askren, come on, man. Dude, that... that he should have been hanging up from chains. That's an embarrassment, man. He should have been hanging up from chains because he's really a human punching bag. He really was. And no, he, that, that was an like embarrassment, horrible. man. I mean, he didn't even look like he trained. Whether you did or didn't, you look like shit. The whole build. You did, you, I mean, but that I was that was to, the meme I, going I into it. To elaborate a little more on okay. on the show itself, though. So, mm-hmm. the show itself. So, if they're going after, okay, for boxing fans, it probably wasn't too good. For boxers, it was great because it brought a lot of new, brand new eyeballs sure. to the sport of boxing. Absolutely, Money. and that was the smart thing about it. So it, it it brought all the YouTubers over that would never watch boxing in their life. Now Younger they saw fans. these, and now they might tune in again, and it might. Help the resurgence of boxing itself. But but the question is, if the YouTube fans tune in, right, and, and they start coming back more and more, that's going to kind of change and shift the sport of boxing a little bit. So is that going to be good or bad for the? I know they're, they're showing up, but the way the shows are produced, that could all change over time if this continues. I mean, we're going to see the longevity of the thing. Is is there was just so much, you know, filler. Like I, th- I think too much filler for me. Even you know, I was falling asleep. Like wow, oh you weren't. I, yeah, I heard. I heard. I, I heard you were singing to Bieber the whole time. No, <laughs> that didn't happen. Actually, he had a great. He had a great performance. Right? <laughs> and he then the audio. They should, I said the audio went out during the national anthem. They should have put the audio out during Bieber for a little. So bit. I had tickets to the fight. I was invited uh, by Peter Kahn, um to be a VIP there, and I just decided at the last minute not to go because I saw that the view for a lot of the fans, was not going to be a good view. So, you know, I just decided to watch it on TV. And it was good. I, I, I got to dissect a lot of things that they did. I just, you know, I thought it was a little too much. Like, I think Justin Bieber, right? If everybody tuned in to see Justin Bieber, and he was 
the you know the show before the main event i think a lot of people would have stayed around and 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 liked it but you know i don't know um, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I don't know what the hell I was watching. <laughs> hey, look, I thought I was tuning I into. I, I thought I was tuning in to watch some competitive fights, right? I tune into Justin Bieber, some comedian, dudes getting high. Uh, I it mean, was a circus. Dude, hey, listen, on, uh, the, 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 the Frank, the Frank Mir, the Frank Mir was great. Like, I thought that fight was great. I think Jake Paul, he sold it. Jake Paul trained. I think Ben Askren, I, he should have came in a little bit more competitive. There was another boxing match that I want to get to where it, it was competitive, and then he got hit with a low blow. Come on. A low blow on his on his, on his, uh, on his nipple. On his side. On his <laughs> but, oblique. A low blow on his <laughs> oblique. <laughs> Didn't even come near it. And he got taken out on a stretcher. Like, that's, that's what I mean. Like, what, what was I? But what, they did. What, what, what am I watching? Gonna, what am I now. paying for? They did, though. They did change that from a technical decision to a TKO. They did that? Okay. TKO, which they rightfully should have. So is this Triller stuff? I mean, you see people online. I'm not saying it was rigged. I would never say that. But mm-hmm. do you think this is more kind of like sports entertainment of a sort? Like they're trying to kind of go more toward that way? Because, I mean, it seems like, you know, the low blow that was BS, you see you see a lot of stuff that's different than a regular normal boxing show. Like the commentating yeah, from I mean, Oscar De La Hoya? Yeah, he was... He was, he was, he was uh, look, I have a lot of respect for De La Hoya. The running joke... I, I lost every ounce of respect that I had for that man. I the, couldn't the, believe the way that he was tearing apart these other professional boxers that's what really bothered me more than Surely. anything and then kind of disrespecting the united states by the ussr and yeah, disrespecting wow. what accomplishments that 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 steve cunningham did for the country did, not only as being a, a professional boxing world champion but go ahead sorry but no i mean i think dana white said it before that you know oscar Lohar is a cokehead right I'm the on, on the running joke i'm not sure if people are in tune to wow. this or not is because you know our president got a little heated one time in the ring joe rogan caught wind of it a couple other high profile um celebrities uh combat sports analysis and the running joke was dave feldman was on coke well <laughs> i don't think there's any argument with oscar de la hoya being the king of the coke. so let's just clear that up that dave feldman <laughs> never touched cocaine in his entire life Ever, ever, and although there was a lot of weed smoking at that fight, I've I smoked weed twice in my life. I've never touched drugs. I just don't do it. Exclusive, you know. Man. I don't do it. Good so. for you, man. That just is- wanted to let, just wanted to clear that up for everybody. Look, I'm very passionate about what I do. I love this sport. I love building it, and you know, sometimes I might do some dumbass shit, and you know. I did. Knee That's jerk reaction. Yeah. And, and like a jerk off and did something I shouldn't have done. <laughs> that was I was all, entertained by it, to be honest with you. I'm the only one that loved it. <laughs> and, 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 just to clar- and just to clarify my position, that was all, you know, uh, tongue in cheek joking. The reality is that Frank Mir put out some, you know, very uh, uncomfortable comments uh, t- towards Oscar de la Hoya about his addiction and everything. And I thought he and was and apologizing. Take... Wasn't he, was he saying, wasn't he saying well, like, the initial gets... one was, I hope he gets the help that he needs. Yes. And yeah, we have it up there. Yep. Uh, see, I, I thought that was, I, what a mm-hmm. man for, for Frank Muir to come out and, and make well, that. The way he like did it was, was perfect. He didn't come out there and trash de la Hoya. And I mean, he, got he did in a very respectable way. And this is the truth, though. I mean, look, he obviously has some kind of problem to get on on worldwide television like that and act like such a fool. You know, I feel ba- here's the thing. A lot of people <clears throat> were angry about it. And all. I actually <clears throat> took the other way. I feel bad for Oscar De La Hoya. Here's a guy that has this legacy. And now he, he, he may or may not allegedly, I'm going to say, have demons going on there and he comes on and, and does that so i kind of felt bad for him and i, and I hope that he well, gets you know his he's got a straight. comeback fight July i know 3rd. well that's what i'm wondering i mean is this did that sell it more do you want to see it more now like i did it do anything for him i, I don't, don't and i think that's bullshit man i don't do coke i've never done heroin i've never done meth no one's forcing me you to just do, do it. energy drinks now listen <laughs> i i get it addiction you is a are problem. a tiger life junkie <laughs> <laughs> so much. i get it addiction is a problem and it, it and it hurts a lot of families and it hurts a lot of people but it starts with saying yes or saying no and if you if you want to put that and that's that's what you want to do that's fine but you know there's other people that rely on you if you're Great. you know if you're doing things for a job and what I i'm think saying though but what i hear what you're saying a time and a place is, and it's the wrong time is, wrong place but i that. feel bad for his legacy being mm. tarnished that's what i mean i don't sure. I, I just hope he gets his life in order yeah, and but so i mean contribute it's not like the first time this happened i know I mean, we saw him running around in fishnets so i don't videos. have any i don't have any but, sympathy but this is for live the tv sorry. and he's and he's sitting there and i felt sorry not sorry i felt bad for the fans that were watching although i mean is it weird the train wreck slightly entertained me as i felt bad i was like oh what's gonna happen next is that what they're going for here no, look i'll be honest i thought dana white was being harsh on him by you know calling him all those names and yeah 
he pegged it. <laughs> he pegged it. He nailed it. So uh, a lot of other good stuff coming out of Triller. I mean, for one, uh, you're looking at, Rob, well, not good. I should say what you think it is. You're kind of in the middle with it. So, uh, yeah, and I'm being very, very critical. You know, I, I put my money out there. I was looking for a product. I wasn't sure what I was, what I was getting. Again, I wasn't a fan of the production. I wasn't a fan of everything that was rolling out. The fights, I thought, you know, the Steve, Steve Cunningham was amazing. I think the other fight where the gentleman lost on the stretcher, he, he got taken out on the stretcher, yeah. was uh, strange. Yeah, but Regis uh, Porges looked really, really good in that fight. That he oh, really he did, good. absolutely. He made him do that because he didn't want to be in absolutely. there. Yeah, yeah, he quit. I, and I, then I think um, he there was know. a lot of fights on the undercard that I heard were really, really good. And look, did it, say did what it. you want to say or mm-hmm. not, but I mean, I don't think any, even professional boxer, I'm not saying that Jake Paul should be in there with the best professional boxer. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, if he hits a lot of these professional boxers with that beautiful right hand, who knows what's going to happen? And the, the, the crazy thing is, I have not one critical negative thing to say. If I will say, I think Jake Paul is a contender. I think he could, he can get into the ring with some boxers. I think he can get in the ring with some is MMA it, guys uh, and give them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, Rob. Hold on, hold up. He's a contender or a prospect. <laughs> he's a contender, man. He's training with, you know, he's training with Garcia. He's training. He has the money to fly in and train with the best of the best. So that's going to automatically catapult you. Now, we spoke before about experience, which he doesn't have. But if you're putting in 12 to 14 hours and you have the camp, you have the resources, I mean, the sky's the limit. He's young. So if he gets injured, you know, he can bounce back, back a lot faster than sure. these, these older guys. So I, I How old is he? 24 maybe under 25 so here's maybe the thing 22. i was in florida doing interviews for bkfc and i was talking to different fighters hector lombard talking to him he was saying to me that jake paul he's no joke hector's been on jake paul's side he said jake paul hits hard mm-hmm. he's like i don't know if he's worked out with him or something but he said the guy hits hard and, and people were discounting what he's about and my other thing about the show was ben asker and i think i said this last week he is an MMA guy. He's not a striker. And I think Hector was saying to me, he's like, I don't think he's ever been really punched, really thrown a punch, been punched in the face that much. And he's like, he's not ready for it. I said that going in. Everybody uh, was so, oh my gosh, I can't believe Ben Askren lost. We have a guy on the team here that kept saying that on text well, message. What was Ben's of course he was going to lose. Well, Ben's record in MMA and UFC, what was it? Like 19 and one or 18 19, and one? 19. Regardless, yeah, but did you see though, that's, the one interview on to, to that point, Brian? He, they actually asked him, how many times you actually really got hit harder? And he said, I don't know, maybe four or five times in my life. Dude, <laughs> he he, he survived mean. He survived some ground and pound by Robbie Lawler. See, so, I was talking, dude, Robbie Lawler's no joke, Brian. I was talking to Hector about that, mm-hmm. and, and I made that comment to him, and Hector's like, they weren't even like really good punches. Hector, was, Hector you know, he's a tough yeah. guy, too. Uh, it, it's interesting to me also that you guys are talking about records and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to take it out of the fight game for a minute and talk about business. Okay. If you're Jake uh-huh. Paul, if you're Jake Paul and your manager puts you up against somebody you lose against, that manager should be fired because he's building mm-hmm. now. He's building to that big fight. He put in there with a little bit of doubt, but you knew he was going to win. How's the guy not going to... It's not a challenge for Jake Paul. That's my thought. I could be wrong. That's just how I think. You're 100%, but look, let's let's just go to what he built with the YouTube. So the guy, everything he does, he does diligently. Yeah, he wants to be the best at Super smart. So there was no reason to doubt that he wasn't going to train his ass off and try to fight the best that he could fight. Look, he's not the best fighter in the world, but he's got three fights ever. So let's see what he looks like with 10 fights, 12 fights. Maybe he does turn into something special. Who knows? But whatever he does, he does with all of his ability and, you know, puts it, puts his whole heart and everything into it. So, you know, kudos to Jake Paul, man. I mean, look, I wish I had that kind of money at his age, to be honest with you. <laughs> Don't we all? So, you know, I wish I was he, his age again. He's doing a hell of a thing. <laughs> and, and, and listen, I'm not going to knock the guy for having money. I, I think he's put in his time. He's learned his craft, him and his brother. And, you know, they're entrepreneurs. You know, I take my hat off to anyone that's successful, anyone that's on the grind. If they make millions or trillions, phenomenal. That's awesome. I agree. So we've been talking about this because it's a very big topic in Look, combat sports. Lindsay Lohan's and dad. Michael Lohan's hitting you up. We have a lot uh, to talk about and to get to today. And coming mm-hmm. up, we're going to talk about the three new uh, recent signings of the BKFC Women's Division. I'm very excited to hear who they are. I have no clue. Excuse me. I'm drinking Tiger Life. That's why I'm burping as I'm talking to you. Uh, but right now, speaking of Tiger Life, let's go to a Tiger Life commercial. We'll come back and we'll get back to the three signings. We're going to intro uh, for the new people, the new women that are coming to BKFC. Can someone bring me in a Tiger Life? We're live! We're back. Do I seem <laughs> upset to you? I, off screen, they're telling me I seem upset. Do I seem, why do I seem upset? I, I, I'm not getting Not upset, upset, but like almost like you're, it's that time of month for you. 
That that's next week. That's not, <laughs> my wife will tell you. That. I think I actually let's talk about that for a second. I, I do believe that all men do have that time of month. I do. Uh, you seem to have it all month. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, they, they I argue, can't say that. I'm <laughs> that's why I'm, a, I'm, I'm not in arm's reach. That's why I can say that. Uh, no, I do believe that men do have that time of month. I really do. I mean, obviously not as bad as a woman does, but I, I get a little moody sometimes. Would you say that's fair to say? Oh man, I get moody when I'm not eating. I get moody when well, it's. Well, that's uh, hangry, man. I mean, hangry. Look, I, I have a sign at the house what hangry is. How it describes it. Does anybody I, else? Does anybody in the chat? Do you guys get that way, or is it just us, man? Let man, us know. Man, fucking man. <laughs> oh, that's gonna make him angry. Oh, he likes he's laughing. Man, man. My Mark man. God, beer. My, my man, man. My man. All right, let's talk about my woe man. Let's talk about some women, some new signings. BKFC. This is exciting. Man, this uh, is awesome. All three my women man. joining the women's flyweight division. Very excited about it. Uh, do we have drum rolls available for this? I don't think Dave's ever had a drum roll. So let's do the first one. Uh, let's do the first one. Who was it? Well, the first one is uh, she's actually a Russian bare knuckle fighter from a league called Top Dog over there in Russia. That's a really good up and coming league. Her name is Ekaterina Marikova. Ekaterina Marikova. Yeah, she's undefeated Marikova. with uh, five bare knuckle fights. She's five and zero. Oh with five knockouts in uh, bare knuckle. And she's going to be coming over, I believe, in the June or July fight. Wow. But she just got signed to an exclusive contract with bare knuckle fighting. That's our second um, fighter from that league, if you will, that we drafted. Um, it's a great feeder league for us. They're doing some great things over there. And these guys really come to fight. Guys and girls really come to fight. You're importing some murderers, man. The second one Hold is... Hold on, that's a great signing, man. It, the, congratulations on that signing. My, my thing is that... You know, for me as an announcer, I got to learn to say that name. I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. <laughs> I about spaced that. it out. <laughs> I, I couldn't mess it up phonetically. But no, that's exciting. And you're right. The Ekaterina Marikova. <laughs> say it one more time. Ekaterina Marikova. You say it. Ekaterina Marikova. Oh Lord, now I'm say nervous. Ekaterina <laughs> Marikova. <laughs> the more I'm with Ekaterina right. Marikova, we're so excited that's to bring great. you over. Five um, and zero, man. You know you're going to do your thing, and and you know, look, these women in the women's division is heating up. And then after we make these three announcements, tomorrow we're dropping another big announcement. We got another, we another female fighter. Oh, yeah. The bombs tomorrow. Yeah, the big bombs tomorrow. Yeah, another bomb tomorrow. So he won't tell us. You can't. So you the can't next hit. one is actually, drum roll. Actually, uh, Persian. Uh, she's coming from Persia. She's a, a kickboxer at get this record: sixty-nine victories against one defeat. Wow! Kickboxing. Twenty years old. Do we have a picture of her? Can we throw that? And she's only twenty. She's had many fights. I mean. Beautiful. Look at her. Wow. Come on, man. Beautiful. You're going to get me in 20, trouble, man. Look at this. Keep, keep on 20 that shot. years old, 69 20. and 1. And she's going to be making her bare knuckle debut with up her with us. I I'm so sorry, Naja. I'm going to say your last name wrong. <laughs> Mil Miljevensic. 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 Naja Smith would be easier. Anyway, I do think I do, do we, think Do we have but, stats on her? Is she is, is she a little bit taller? Guess how old she is. Why did you say it? 20. She's 20 years 20 old. 20 with 69 wins, one old. loss. Uh, go back. Can you put a picture up again on that shot? The other shot that we were just on. Other shot. With the wide shot, please. Throw the wide shot, please. Nobody's listening to me. <laughs> there we go. See, now I think that's actually a better look. Should we keep it like that for the rest of the, <laughs> oh, the, rest of the show or what? You, you've improved, Rob. <laughs> 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 uh, can you take it down now? It's fine. I had to make my dumb so joke. So anyway, right? look, that's number home. two. And number three. Drum roll. Number three. Yeah, is, number three? Um, <laughs> probably a, a lot more well-known name here in the United States. She's fought for Invicta. She's fought for UFC. Now signed to an exclusive contract with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, and her name is Pearl Gonzalez. Pearl Welcome. Gonzalez will be Welcome to BKFC, Pearl Gonzalez for, uh, for oh BKFC gosh. on the May twenty first show. Um, she's going to be making her debut with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Welcome to BKFC, Pearl Gonzalez. Look at those hands for Bare Knuckle. Those fists. She got nice big fist, man. <laughs> Seriously, and her like her arms are bigger than my arms and Rob's arms combined. That is true, man. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with her. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would not like to see, uh, you know. Have you seen her fight, David? I guess you have. Do we have the picture that she sent over with the contract signed? Did she did, did she sign the contract? <laughs> They're going to grab the picture. Well, I mean, <laughs> what excites you the most about uh, the, these three new females? I mean, you know, really just, just more competition right more now. More depth. 
more depth in, yeah. in the roster. And now, look, it's it's what we knew was going to happen. This thing's going to blow up internationally. Now we have a girl from Persia, a girl from Russia, a girl from really from Puerto Rico and in the United States, Brooke Gonzalez. Awesome. So three international, really three international, we'll call it two and a half because she's been living in Ameri- in the United States for a does, long time. Does having these international women, whoa, whoa. That, that was coming up. Wait she's a minute. Whoa, she's what is now this? That's her signed contract. <laughs> She signed in a contract for is that? I, what one do you see first? I don't even know. I, I she not, is honestly. I, I can't wait for this. Not because of that picture. Because of the she <laughs> is going. Yeah, I'm vote. not the only one getting no, in trouble, because, Mr. Married listen, Man. She is, I can't wait for this. Her one. promotional ability is going to be out of this world. I I predict that she's going to be the biggest women star in bare knuckle fighting championship in the next Whoa. six months. Do you think that signing really? these women from around around the world is going to open gates to to get to other places like a Russia, like a you know other to do events there? Hundred percent. And what it's doing is getting eyeballs on the sport, right? Mm-hmm. So we have TV deals in Russia actually in in 48 different countries right now so we're actually in 49 countries worldwide right now and in russia we're typically doing between 700,000 and 1.2 million live viewers per event in russia for every one of our events so we have a huge huge um russian contingent if you will so we're like that's great is amazing and now we have two fighters that are going to be fighting probably on the same card from from um you know that organization and we're excited to have it. And then, you know, Naja, who is, is from Persia and has 70 professional fights. I mean, at 20 at years 21. old. At 20. 20 years 20. Old. Wow. She's amazing. She's been fighting, I think, she's, since professionally since she's been 14. It's allowed over there. And, you know, it's amazing to, to see. Look, we have, we like to proclaim that we have the baddest men and women on the planet we that do. fight for us. Like I said, like, there's more skilled boxers making move around more. You know, MMA fighters are kicking more and choking more and wrestling more and doing things that are great, all great stuff. But I believe these are the baddest men and women on the planet. And now we just added some more to the roster that's going to, you know, give give a lot more challenges to the current signees of Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. You talk about depth. You were talking about depth earlier. Mm. Uh, we're deep as the deep blue sea. I mean, the heavyweight division getting deeper, mm-hmm. the women's division getting deeper. And I know you're having the new signings by the day, it seems like. Now, I feel like we're always releasing new signings. So it's definitely exciting. The signing time. tomorrow is Paige Van Zandt's next opponent. Oh, Whoa. so he did give us a hit. All right. That's hey, a why don't teaser. we do this? Let's do this, Rob. Okay. Speculate in the chat because I have no clue. Who uh, our opponent who is? Who our opponent's going to be. Who do you think Paige Van Zandt's next opponent who's going to be released tomorrow is? Let us know in the chat. I'm excited to see what you think so we can kind of talk about that. Thanks for dropping that little that little Easter egg on us there. Like they used to, DVDs, like Easter eggs. I'm really old. <laughs> Easter egg. That's really old. No, no, no. Easter it's eggs past, are still a thing in games. It's yeah, past Easter. Gaming. Yeah, but they call them Easter eggs, like in, in the in the like little hidden games. tidbits. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. That's okay. what us yeah. nerds who don't hang out with women. We play video games and we <laughs> Rob and I respect <laughs> respect these guys. No, that's going to be exciting tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. I'm also Me looking too. forward to the Juggernaut coming up, Lorenzo Hunt, unstoppable. Who, that's right. It's unstoppable. <laughs> I think is uh, one of the most athletic fighters. I think we got a special guest coming in too, right? I'm going to leave, and I think you got somebody else who's going to sit in my chair later on. I don't know. Yep. I know nothing. They don't give me a format here. <laughs> That's what so much We're fun formatless. About. So we have Lorenzo Hunt coming up in, in a couple minutes. Uh, before we get to Lorenzo Hunt, I believe this is where we're going to take a commercial break. Uh, my producers will tell me in the ear because I'm unprepared for everything. So let's uh, get ready for Lorenzo Hunt, who's, by the way, facing Josh Dyer coming up. D-Day Dyer yeah. coming up on April 30th. BKFC.com, the BKTV app to watch that. It's going to be a great wait. fight. And this is taking awesome. myself out of out of my position and being a fan, I can't wait for this fight. Dude, I've watched you. I've watched you uh, at the fights. You do become a fan to the point where when I'm done, I'm like, hey, Dave, what'd you think? And Dave's like, it was good. Like his voice is gone <laughs> yeah. from yelling and stuff. Yeah, I get so excited. It is cool. It's cool. Well, you too, Rob. You're no different. I see you jumping up ringside. I thought you'd do a cartwheel last time. <laughs> I try to be as professional as possible <laughs> on ringside. Oh, you're always yeah. getting knocked down though, Brian. <laughs> I have not been knocked down. I've had, what, like four or five shows now. It's pretty good. Well, to, to Brian's excuse, man, did you see last week when we were watching the, the Chris Sorrow, Josh Burns, and uh, uh, the ref just tossed Burns aside with one arm like it was nothing. So the, the amount of power these guys have, it's... Well, Burns said he was off balance. So maybe we'll have Mark Liotta versus uh, Burns at some point here. Looking forward <laughs> to that. But before we get to that, BKFC 17 coming up April 30th. BKFC.com to grab that app to make sure you can watch. You can watch Burns versus Kleckler. Heavyweight title eliminator. Excited for that. And Lorenzo Hunt taking on Josh Dyer, the D-Day man. That's coming up in a couple minutes. We're going to talk Can't to Lorenzo wait. about that and some interesting stuff in his career. We'll do that right after this. What's going on, Brian Sosha? Back here at my main man, Rob. And we're excited that 
Lorenzo Hunt, the juggernaut. This guy, there's so much to talk about to unpack with him. Excited that he's here with this juggernaut. Monster. How you feeling, my man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I like your shades. Look, you look all cool. He's got all those bare knuckle pair on. Where are you driving oh, to? Yeah. yeah, I put it all together. My little BMW, I just pulled up. I'm <laughs> Did you ever drop that? My little BMW. I'm in style. I, yeah, I'm all good. Where'd you pull up to? Uh, I'm home. Oh, you're home. Okay. So look, there's a lot we want to talk about with you. We're going to talk about your opponent, Josh Dyer, coming up. But before we get into that, I want to talk. Rob and I are big fans of your social media. You're pushing cars. You're lifting cars. You're racing cars on foot. You're doing crazy, like, handstands from your chest up. It, it has the. You're an amazing athlete, That bottom line. Where does this come from? I mean, can you talk about pushing the car? Like, that wasn't fake. That was real. Oh. oh, yeah. So I just was helping somebody. I pulled up to the job. And the lady, um, she pulled in, and I guess, I don't know if she didn't put it in park or she just skipped over the curb, and she got stuck. So I'm sitting in the car. I usually get there a little early so I can take a little nap before I get in there and run around like a crazy person. And and she's looking around like, who's going to help me? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure it out. So, of course, if I get in trouble, I call my dad. I'm like, Dad, what should I do? You know, nothing's working. And he's laughing. He's laughing. He jokes. He jokingly says, "Well, just pick it up." <laughs> <laughs> jokingly, huh? So I started trying to bump it. We bumped it a little bit. We tried to jack it up. I tried to put some some um, wood under the tire and stuff. But it basically just came down to the right type of push and the right type of you know catch it. Uh, of course, she she helped me a little, but I got it over the curve for it. So it, it looked it looked really really good. But I'm not. I don't think I could have done it without help. Oh, don't discredit yourself. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I, I saw you racing a car that was going pretty fast. You were on foot and you pretty yeah, much beat that, that car. Yeah, that's my sister. So my family, they're, they're really enthusiastic about me. And uh, they try to help me where they can. Uh, I, it's not like when you were a kid, you could get guys the foot ratio and stuff. Uh, so my, my brother-in-law, <laughs> he says, I say, you want to race? He say, I'll race you with the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and there you go. And then my sister's like, I'll record it. So it's just, everybody knows me. They know I'm kind of a show off. Um, I did a video before when I was a kid, we kind of uh, moved around a lot. So it was hard to make friends. So I would just, I was a show off. I would just, you know, make friends by showing out. I could do little shit, uh, little tricks and stuff that nobody else could do. So I just always been that way, walking on my hands, backflipping, you know, kind of class clown kind of thing. Oh, we love it. We, we do more of that, man. We love sharing that in our stories. We love when fighters do that kind of stuff. And you were talking about your family. Uh, and from what I remember speaking to you one time, there's some pretty stiff competition in your family. Uh, and I know you said like family barbecues, you were telling me and stuff. And oh, you guys yeah. kind of get into talk about, yeah, talk I, about I who you quit. Hold on. You know, uh, they call me the juggernaut, but actually I'm the run of the family. I'm like a small guy, you know. Uh, what kind of family are, is this? They're man. huge athletic guys. Uh, my cousin Kareem Hunt plays for the NFL. Wow. My um, my cousin Daryl Brown used to play uh, college football. He was killing him. He was a truck. And um, my his father Kareem Hunt, he played uh, semi pro football for years and years and years. I got some seven footers on my in my family that played <laughs> basketball. It just goes around and around. When 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 we play a pickup game. At a at a family reunion, it's all alley oops and dunks and crossovers. It's not, you know, it's not for the uh, faint of heart. <laughs> Everyone's trying to up show each other, show off. I love yeah, that. Yeah, everybody so, say they showed up to win. Did you say uh, one of your cousins plays for the NFL? Who's that? Yeah, Kareem Hunt plays for the Browns. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's one of the best running backs in the league right now. Um, we're following. We're proud of him. He's kicking butt. Uh, he played for Kansas City Chiefs first. He tore it up there, and then he wind up going to the Browns, and he's tearing it up there. So everywhere he goes, he's he's definitely uh, one of the best. So ath athleticism obviously runs in your family, and you know uh, I would guess that he's probably a fan. He watches your fights, and I know that everyone else is excited to oh, see your yeah. fights. He, he's a big fan. He loves it. He he hits me up from time to time, and he uh he shoots me a thumbs up. He's he's a super super busy guy, but he does uh he does watch and he does follow. I dig that, man. Now, you say, you've said this to me before, there's no fighter like you. Athletically, there's no fighter out there that you've seen like you. You, you, you trumpet this as well you should. You're an amazing athlete. Uh, tell me more thoughts on that. Why do you say that no fighter like you? I mean, that's well, a pretty bold statement. Well, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, uh, size, by size and weight, I'm pretty sure I have the biggest head in the BKFC. Besides <laughs> maybe the main event, uh, uh, Josh, 
like in his like he's like he's got to be like 280 right yeah i think our heads are like the same size so they talk about all the different muscles and everybody wants bigger arms and bigger legs and bigger chest but what about the brain nobody wants a bigger brain i think i'm smarter than these guys mm. plain and simple i hate to say it like that i'm not arrogant or anything but i think i'm smarter guys are fighting with their face who wants to fight with their face that's stupid. I fight with my fists. But, I mean, to each his own, there's all different kind of fighters. Um, I like to use my brain. Lorenzo, take your shades off for one second. I want to show everybody your face. Does that look like you? Would you know that he fought? You must not get hit off. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I'm the pretty boy of the BKFC. <laughs> so, we know and that. I just about fought the most. I think, uh, I think I got about, what, five or six total fights in with you guys. And um, yeah, it's 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 an art. It's an art that people will grow to appreciate. Because uh, don't get me wrong, the guy uh, Joe Elmore and those guys that bang it out and get beat the hell out of, they put it all on the line. It's a great, great, great show. But you won't be doing it long. No, and no. so it comes a time when you're gonna have to figure out. How can you do this and come back and do it again? Mm. I fought uh, near uh, every other month uh, on the BKFC cars this year, uh, uh, from probably from February well, through COVID. Um, I fought September. I fought. Uh, I fought in uh, November. I fought in February. I fought in. Come on, man! You can't do that if you're if you're beat up and you're breaking your hands and you're and you're and you're you got concussions. You just can't do that. You, so I'm one of a kind. Like you're I very said, active. I, I might be the smartest fighter in the BKFC. No, I think so too. And and if I can remember correctly, watching one of your bouts, I, I almost felt like you were almost I don't know how you even do it, like catching the punches with your hand before they hit you. You look Superman. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 at home in the ring, and I'm a coach. I'm an awesome coach. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, I am the first, uh, uh, I'm the first bare knuckle head coach at the first bare knuckle training facility in Tampa, Florida with Kevin Smith. So we, we are definitely doing big things and it's because I'm so comfortable because I'm so, um, intelligent in the ring. I can see what these guys are going to do before they do it. I know what they're thinking. So yeah, I can touch your punch. I've, I've done it before. I've, I'll do it again. I can, I'll, I'll, I'll grab that shit, like get it out of here because I know your target. You want to hit this big ass head, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> How frustrating is that? They want to hit the big head, but they can't. But you can't. So you're you not, can't hit it. You're not, you're not even, like you said, this is just, it's not arrogance for you. It's confidence. And some people confuse that. I love the confidence you bring when you even walk toward the ring. I mean, you have, you usually have two females dancing with you, your ring entrance. You always have these cool robes. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of the ring entrance. Now look at this and look at, he's just coming down. It looks like you're going to a party to have a good time. You're always relaxed, yeah. but intense and in I some am. strange way. And believe it or not, I am. That's exactly the mind frame and the, and the mental port fortuity that I bring into the cage with me i already did the hard work the hard work is done i've done it i've kicked my own butt every single day all year the 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 fight is just a a, a quick wow. 10 minute opportunity to showcase the world what i've been working on every single day mm. i don't i don't know if you notice i don't even take no days off if you guys tune in watch my live streams and you watch my stuff i, I work out and i train seven days a week well you enjoy it you can tell you enjoy it you tell we were just seeing some footage of you that you probably didn't see from some of your fights some of your amazing knockouts mm -hmm. and, and rob was sitting here his jaw was hitting the floor as we were watching there's something you like to add rob yeah so your work ethic is second to none four four and one four knockouts your intensity is through the roof just reading through some of the comments reading through some of the the, the feedback from fans it seems you're pretty polarizing um polarizing to a point where some people are angry of how you act after uh, after your knockouts or after some of your wins, can you kind of you know touch on that, explore that a little bit? How are you feeling? Is that the showman? Is that being you know is that flaunting in your opponent's face, or is that just an emotional you know roller coaster that you're going through? Um, I am I I am one hundred percent genuine. 
Um, everything that you see out here is me. I'll give you an example. The little gorilla thing that I did at the end after knocking out my Rob Morrow, yeah. that's mm -hmm. how I chase my kids around the house. I'm really, really good at it because I do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, to the fans, hey, you guys, I love you. But honestly, there are some fans that watch just to see disaster. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. I am, I'm like a chainsaw juggler. Yeah. I know people came to see me chop my hand off. But if I chop my hand off, I can't juggle chainsaws anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it. going to be hard to please the fans that want to see a car crash, the NASCAR fans that just came to see a crash. Sure. Uh, I know, you know, it's going to be amazing. You know, like I, I told, I tell people all the time, I used to do gymnastics and stuff like that. When I jump in the air, there's a moment where everybody holds their breath. Half the crowd want to see me land on my head. The other <laughs> half of the crowd wants to see me land it clean. That is I'm so going to please the people who want to see me land it clean. Because I don't want to land on my head to please the people who don't want to want, who want to see disaster. Of course. And, and I would argue people that are in it for a train wreck and they want to see those, those crazy bangers when they watch you fight, this is how I feel about you. When they, they watch you exactly fight, what they, want. they don't even know you're giving them what they want. They don't even know it until they see you like this guy's good. That That's the perception mm -hmm. I get with you. Yep. And I also love the fact you're talking about me polarizing, by the way, my mother-in-law can't stand you. She thinks you're arrogant. I've told you that off the air before, <laughs> but I'm totally not. I'm I know you're not. I tell her me, people who love me. I am the most giving most caring person i'll stop and help anybody i am like seriously like the the, well, the chillest guy lorenzo ever. lorenzo lorenzo i want to talk about that before you say all that i mean the proof's in the pudding as they say the last show you were backstage doing some broadcast journalism work which i hated because quite frankly i don't want you to take my job and you're very <laughs> good at it but um I, I noticed that afterwards we were able to be in the squared circle together when we went off the air and the beautiful airbrushed robe what is airbrushed on the back of your robe can you can you share that with us Oh, that was the Eric Lozano knockout. Um, so every time, um, every time I, I uh, get a knockout, I'm gonna have a, a airbrush robe, and then we're gonna raffle it off for charity. So, awesome. um, everybody liked the robe so much that I decided to sign it and give it away. And uh, we gave it away for the multiple sclerosis. I mean, I'm sorry for the uh, Autism Foundation, and um, we're gonna do multiple sclerosis. We're gonna do something for the vets. Um, we're just, we're, we're really doing big things and I'm going to continue to bring, um, the charity aspect and I'm going to give people a whole different outlook on the BKFC and on the BKFC fighters in general, because we're not just fighters. We're fathers. Some of us are Great. firemen. Some of us are coaches. Some of us are, 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 uh, baseball coaches. Come, we're good guys. You know, it's not just like a barroom brawl. But so, there's only one juggernaut. All these things, there's only oh, one juggernaut. We know that. Actually, there's two now. Oh, there's uh, two. There is two. But we're talking to the, the OG, the original juggernaut here as far as uh, in BKFC. And you're going to face Josh Dyer coming up uh, April 30th, bkfc.com to see that fight. So what do you know about D-Day? Um, Josh is a big, strong kid. He comes from a humble background. He's, he's, he's solid. He's a showman. He's everything that the people want to see and uh with this particular fight i just feel like he drew the short straw um our our styles and our the type of fighting that we're doing is totally opposite one another and no I think we lost Lorenzo Hunt. I was so excited to hear what he was going to say there. I mean, I could finish it up for him. Our styles are totally different, but I'm Lorenzo Hunt. I'm the juggernaut. I'm going to catch his punches and knock him out and stand over him and tell him I did it. Maybe that's what he's going to say. I wanted to ask him, <laughs> how, do you how do you flip the switch? Like going from, obviously, he's a great guy. He does a lot of great things for the community. He's a father. How do you flip the switch between a caregiver, a coach, a mentor to someone like, you know, I'm going to rip this dude's head off See, across the ring from that. That's a great like question. How, that's how, a great question because like to, it's funny you brought that up. I always ask that to Joe Elmore or Leonard mm -hmm. Garcia because these guys are killers in the ring. Yeah. I, I, I'm not answering this for Lorenzo, mm -hmm. but to my estimation, the guy, like we said, he's not cocky. He's convinced. 
He's not full of arrogance. He's full of confidence in his mind. So when a guy walks around like that, you mentioned he was going to be polarizing. Of course he is because people don't like you being better than them. And he'll tell you he's better than you in a, in a nice enough way, but then he'll show you. So the proof, he proves that he's better. He's way better than me. He's way better than you. Let's be honest. This guy could probably crush us in any athletic competition and most others. He was talking to me one time off the about this quick, twick, excuse me, quick twitch muscles and how he, he has these quick twitch muscles and how that helps him as well. I can't say muscles, muscles, muscles. <laughs> anyway, it was awesome having Lorenzo the juggernaut hunt on uh, i'm excited to see him fight against josh dyer it's april 30th bkfc.com to grab the app because you're not going to miss it on top you have kleckler versus burns a heavyweight title eliminator and that's going to be uh, a banger be a, yeah, i mean you're going to see that fireworks right there plus eight additional bouts man it's eight additional bouts so also uh I also want to remind everybody that this podcast is available. If you just want to listen to the audio version, you can do that on Spotify. And I have that here. It's the BKFC show. Just search that. And then also, more than that, that's exciting. It's on Spotify. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, if you don't have time to finish this. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, stretch. and Oh, oh. <laughs> Look at one. that. The new merch. The new merch. Look at that. Rob on screen wearing the shirt. Look at him. Oh, is that Rob? There's Rob. Look at you, Rob. You look different in photo. I wish, man. Did they that Photoshop was me like that? 20 years ago. So I love it. You got the Crimson Tide on there. I guess that's the color we're going for here. And you Limit have Limited Edition, man. We are once we're going, we're going. We're not doing another run of this, Brian. I'm kind of pissed off though, because you walk in wearing one. I didn't even know this was happening. Again, nobody <laughs> gives me one. I get a can of Tiger Lake. That's my that's what I'm happy about. That's your that's your uh, consolation but prize. Let's my also, friends. aside from the yeah, he's got his BKFC shirt on there in the product. There's there's the Lord Evan Zantar in production. And uh, listen, the other thing I want to talk about since we lost Lorenzo, this is important. I'm just going to lay it up on the table. Okay. We, talk about, we talked about this last it's back. week. Here it is. I'm afraid to even touch it. This is up for grabs. Who wants one of these? Let's get it in frame here. Yeah, man. Who wants one of these? You can't PS5, find this baby. in stores. Go ahead and find this right now. You're going to be paying close to $1,000. And we're giving this away. We're giving away a Samsung 50-inch TV. <laughs> A bunch of memberships, some swag bags, some really cool stuff. Real it, easy to grab. In the just chat, sign up. in the chat, I want to know the, the shot we were just on with Rob. There, do you like the PS Five better on the show or Rob? Because they're going to say the PS Five. I mean, <laughs> they would say it about me. They'd say it about uh, PS Five looks better. I think it does too. It's <laughs> sleek. It's nice. You can win that. Um, we're going to be putting in the chat the giveaway. Let me pull this down. PS Five up for grabs. There's also like a, a TV up for grabs. Fifty too, right? inch Samsung man. And then free pay per views from BKFC. Pay per views, swag bags, a lot, a lot of good stuff. This is awesome. a lot of prizes. I get excited when we do this again. It's all it's on the screen. It's in the chat. Make sure you register. Now, can they only register once or as many times as they want? Uh, they can only register once. It's it's, it's per email per person. And then, okay. you know, they're going to do an auto selector. You're going to see all these random people. Like it's going to be like, Kobe. I am guy number one at yahoo.com. <laughs> I am guy number two at yahoo.com. You can see all these fake emails. There it is. That's everything. You win the ultimate fan giveaway. We had big Ben from Delaware won the, the trip last time. Yeah, so we decided yeah. it went so well. People liked it. We would do it again. Make sure you get in for the unreal, uh, fan giveaway, unreal mobile BK. C17. Yeah, back in the, around the holiday season, we gave away like $10,000. We gave away Xboxes, PlayStation, Switches. So that's why I'm not getting my fans. raise because of you guys, we can't get our raises because we're buying all this stuff to give to you. But it's cool. We're in it for the fans. We love it, man. I mean, the fans are awesome. They're engaging with the product. And I'm still like a Sonic the Hedgehog or Bonk's Adventure guy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm old school. Yeah, Duck Hunt. <laughs> me, 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 where they did that stupid noise. So it was exciting to have Lorenzo Hunt on. What yeah. a great day. I know there's a major announcement coming tomorrow. Very excited about that. We heard it from, uh, I don't want to call him a horse, but the horse's mouth. David mm. Feldman, the president, a big announcement tomorrow coming out. It's going to be Paige Van Zandt's opponent. I, I, I wish he, you know, notice how he threw that out there and left the building. <laughs> like we have no yeah, clue. He dropped three other fighters who could have easily challenged her and gave, you know, from their records alone would be phenomenal matches to, wow, who, who is going to be her opponent? This is going to be a... We're going to find out tomorrow, Rob. We're going to find out a lot of stuff as we go on with BKFC because that's what we do. We try to be very transparent and let you know. And, and I always say, if you don't mm -hmm. hear it on the BKFC show or from one of our socials, a lot of people reporting on us, and, and we do appreciate you. Thank you. But uh, you don't always get the facts straight, and then people start talking. So you have to come here to get these announcements. This is, And you can support everybody, but come here to get these announcements because they're official from us, and then uh, we go from there. I mean, I think today was a heck of a show. I think I, it was a heck of a show, but I know we – are we going to do the knockout of the week? We want to do that? All right, oh, let's do. I almost the, forgot knockout of the week. We're gonna hit the commercials. First, yes, we're gonna hit the commercials. Come back. come back with the KO of the week. Boom! So I think uh -oh. we'll get into my uh, knockout of the week, which is wow. Talk about bizarre, man. Uh, Jeremy Stevens knocking out his opponent before they even fight at weigh-ins. I mean, so <laughs> how's that happen? I, come on. I have no idea. I'm not sure what went through that dude's head. He his. He, I don't know, man. He's like Owen four in his past five bouts with one no contest. You know, at, at weigh-ins, his opponent's hands were behind his back, dude. 
And some people were like, you know, uh, this guy's just quitting before the fight. That dude, I mean, the, the shoving in itself, he said, he said he put up, um, I think he put up a note that his hands went numb. He felt like, you know. He, well, yeah, they said that, but it, maybe I'm talking out of turn here, mm-hmm. but, you know, didn't the guy get examined and he was concussed as well from the yeah, push? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so it, it, that story evolved. He had a concussion. I got a slight whiplash. Um, what an idiot, man. Why would you do that? The guy's hands are behind the back. I, I get trying to sell the fight. But like that's like pushing someone from behind, and they're not expecting. What do you expect? What did you think was going to happen? Man? Now, what what came out of that, Rob? I know that. Uh, I mean, I my initial thought was this guy, guy right, did nothing so, wrong. Hold on, I have a, mm-hmm, I'm sorry, this sorry. guy did nothing wrong, and he's probably going to lose his purse over this because the fight's not going to happen. So, did both guys lose their purses? Was there were there fines? What happened out of that? All right. So, uh, from my understanding, Jeremy did not get a purse. Drakar, that's not right. Yeah, Drakar. Did get his purse, oh, though. Right. Yes, okay. that is right. So Jeremy Stevens calls it to be a no contest. Yeah, I believe it's going to be considered a no contest, or I, I don't know. I, Jeremy I'm not shouldn't sure. get his purse, right? No. He, I, as far as it stands right now, he received nothing. Good. Again, the guy's coming off of four losses, one no contest in his uh, last five bouts. Was that the, his way to make waves, maybe, he thought? Like, get some publicity I, on himself? I think he was scared yeah, and, you know, tried to implement some kind of a strategy that just backfired. I mean, his last strategy, he became the meme of the century. <laughs> when he went, he went in on Conor McGregor, and you what is, know, what does the, the rest conversation between him and Dana sound like after that? Do you think? If I was Dana, yeah, what the fuck were you thinking, kid? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, You're why not welcome would you back, do that? kid. Right? Yeah, like, I mean that 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 would have been a, I think, a very good bout that was just canceled and. I don't know, man. What the fans disaster. got let down off that, and, yeah. you know, and that's a shame. Uh, he was probably trying to hype it up for the fans. Got a little bit out of control, but good for them. You don't deserve a purse uh, for doing all, something man. like that. And I'm glad the other guy got paid because shit, you know it's not right. The other guy's going into this fight and he's saying, "Oh, I'm going to feed my family this way," you know, and, and then he just loses it because he gets pushed. He's an innocent bystander, ready for a fight, trying to be professional. So uh, the fans are the ones that got robbed on that yeah, one. And, and I get opinion. it. And this last thing on it, I, I get it. You want to hype it up a little bit, or even your, you know. Uh, your anxiety or your anger or whatever you want to get your opponent out of your face. But he, he just took it overboard and the Agreed. result. Agreed. We lost a fight and the guy yeah. got a concussion and in today's, you know, injury world with concussions, that's a no, no. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fans getting robbed, we don't rob the fans here at BKFC. We do our best to make sure you're happy. We love that you hang out with us. So we'd like to look at the fans KO of the week. Yeah. And I think that we finally figured out the password. I couldn't figure it out. Whatever I broke last week. <laughs> so now we do have a fans knockout awesome. of the week. There Let's we see what's from. We're going to throw it up on screen. Uh, this would have been, here we go. The fake low brawl at, excuse me, the fake low brawl uh, yeah, man, at Triller. We, yeah, we talked about this earlier. So this was a great fight. Um, my man was running away with the bout, and then all of a sudden he catches a body shot. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little low to the hip, wide, excuse me. Catches a body shot, goes down, and the ref initially thought it was a low blow. It turned out was the ref Stevie Wonder. Yeah, like, come so on. I, I, I honestly, you know, I'll give the ref a, the benefit of the doubt. He yes. had a really, really bad angle on it. Okay, but he goes down holding his crotch, and the commentator is like, he might want to rewatch the video. Wasn't even close. It gets carried out on a stretcher. stretcher. I didn't do the stretcher job. It's like one of those soccer guys when they get hurt. They're all ah, oh, oh, oh. yeah, my man flopped. <laughs> that was a definite flop. But maybe he's got a career in pro wrestling. Man, he worked it out well. Maybe, he's, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe boxing's just not in his future any longer. Do you think that guy comes back? Is he going to box again? I mean, are people going to take him seriously after that? I don't know. I I mean, I'm sure that that shot hurt him and he went down. But I mean, why grab and say that was a low blow and continue <laughs> with the, you know, the theatrics? That's just absurd. Theatrics. Good yeah. word. Uh, by the way, if you want to send your email and you can info at bareknuckle.tv. We'd love to hear your knockouts of the week and take a look at them and comment on them a little bit. So we'd appreciate you keep sending the email in. I won't mess up the passwords or anything anymore. <laughs> and I promise we'll have you on every week if you send great knockouts of the weekend. Awesome. We appreciate you being here today, Rob. I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Yeah, so I think so. Man. I'm going to grab my tiger life. I'm going to thank all of you for being here and helping us support what we'd love to do and bare knuckle fighting championship. We're in this together. And I, I Love it. It's like a big family. Yeah, thank you, Brian. I get the playoff music like doing the Grammys. <laughs> so I'm going to shut up. I'm going to toast the tiger. Thank Cheers. you, Rob. Cheers, Cheers to you. And we'll see you next week when Take we care, knuckle up. <laughs> <laughs>